Hey, what's going on with you? You are on with Big J and Emac. All right, man. We thank everybody for tuning in now and later. We got some good information. Um, you want to give some information, D, about your page? What's going on? Looking for subscribers? Talk to the people, my brother. Everybody, I just want to say thank you. Thank you for the 78 subscribers that I have right now. Growing every day. Um, just past the 8,000 view mark. So it's exciting, man. Things are growing. Big J, man, you you really gave me the model, and I'm going to take it and run with it, man. And uh, if you want to go check me out, you can go to Deacon Mac. That's D-E-A-C-O-N-M-A-C-K, and go to D-Mac Let's Talk, and you can hit that like, subscribe, and share it to all your friends. Man, that brother's page is growing. Listen at me. If you want to see the model of a person who didn't know what was really going on, but took a hold of it and became <laughs> part of what he's doing. Listen to me. He just does. He's just not a YouTube content creator, but he became a part of what he's doing. And see, that's so important because it's easy to get distracted and pull away from it, but he's committed to it. That's why you see his numbers growing. Look at that, man. Less, in less than a month, 8,000 views. You know what I'm saying? 8,000 views. That got me pumped up. There go Big Adam is on. So that got me pumped Adam. up. Hey, man, we just hit oh, almost 400 videos. We're close to hitting 200,000 views. We're close to hitting 3,000 subscribers, which is nowhere where we want to be. We want to be 10,000 or 5,000 before the end of the year to help you get where you're trying to go. What's up, Adam, man? Good to see you, brother. Let us know when you want to come on, man. You don't got to sit in that room. And you can come on with us. Hollers, let me know. So, D, man, what are we going to talk about tonight, bro? Man, we're going to talk about LeBron James tonight. We're going to talk about also Skip Bayless and the oh, words man. that came out of his mouth. <laughs> that we never thought we would have heard coming out of Skip Bayless' mouth, man. Facts. Facts. <laughs> hey, I want to tell Adam, you know what, Adam? The Suns, man. It's just their year, Adam. You get they got that boy Devin Booker down there. They got Chris Paul leading that team. They got um what's his name? DeAndre Aiden. Man, that's just a beast of a team. So I don't see the Bucks beating them. What about you, D? Man, I always been saying it's gonna come down to the role players. And you look at um going into this, the Bucks, they're missing Giannis. Man, when Giannis right. hyperextended that knee, man, right. I saw the whole chance for their championship going down the drain because mm -hmm. everybody knows that Giannis heads that team, and Giannis right. is the one that gives them that lift when they need a lift. They right. don't have that anymore. And so now yep. who's got to step up? Uh, what's his name? Chris Middleton and, yep. um, and Drew Holiday. Right. They got to step up. And if those guys don't step up and – become stars in these this last series then i don't know man i said it's gonna be the sons and six sons and both six of them, that's what i'm going with both of, both of them gonna step up middleton is always gonna step up you know the kid from uh from the pelicans he's gonna step up drew holiday hey macrina what's going on with you sis you are it we miss you good to see you yeah 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 so what did adam say here uh I think you may, might be right, bro. Yeah, I hope we are, Adam, because 
I call the sons if the Clippers couldn't do it. <laughs> yeah, so, because I mean, you look at you look at the, what the uh, the sons have, man. They have everything that they need. Like I said, DeAndre Ayton, that guy's he's got a lot of confidence coming into this series, facts. and that's going to be real important for them because when you have a big man with confidence and you have a, a hurt Giannis. Hey, um, D, let me mm-hmm. ask you a question, man. Yeah, Shakiri Richardson. Oh. Shakiri Richardson. Does watch this. We're not looking at some things. Flojo holds the record because she ran a ten point four nine. Shakiri Richardson runs a ten point seven two. She's not yeah. the fastest woman in the world, but she's the fastest woman right now. My yeah. question to you is this: Why are they trying to hoodwink her? If she's not about to change history by winning, what do you see as the reason that they're going after her? <laughs> you see that smile on my face? Because uh, me personally, I feel like the female gatekeepers don't approve of her. Wow. She's she's not what they're looking for. She's not that material. She's kind of like a, a Kwame Brown in a sense for them. She don't fit the mold. Um and that's what they're looking for. They're looking for somebody that's going to show that class and somebody that's going to be a a proper representation of this country going over to uh, China. Tokyo. Yeah, so Tokyo, China. So what you think they're scared of her? I mean, Tokyo, Japan, my bad. Yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, Mac- Mac- Macrina, what do you feel about um, Secure Robinson? Because uh, Richardson, because... From what I see, I don't see, I just see a lady, young lady who's, I'm going to come back to her comment, a young lady who's just brass, you know what I'm saying, got her red hair, got her Flojo nails, and believe it or not, she got some swagger about her, but in this group of people she's running with, she's not the best person, so as far as the past, so I want to know why they're picking on the chick, and like I said, I think it has to do with, um, a political statement that they want to make sure she don't get up and do that again. Of course, that's always going to be an underlying thing, especially after what uh, Gwen Berry did. That was right. that was a big thing. People don't realize how much of an embarrassment that was for the United States, and it's Facts. not going to go uh, un- unrewarded, so to speak. Facts. There's going to be some consequences to come along with that, and they're going to make such a statement that any athlete is not – they're going to think twice about trying to do that. And so nipping it in the bud with her right now, Shakari Richardson, that's what they're doing. They're making that statement. Because at age 24 – I'm coming, Macrina. We're going to get to you and Adam. At age 24, she's going to run again. Olympic mm-hmm. trials, she's going to blow everyone out. She has these four years to train. But watch this. Within in that particular aspect of time, she's going to be had matured a little bit more. And through her sponsorship, they're going to be able to take and control that little, that, that thing that's inside her. That say, I'm going to say what I want to say. Because when she was doing her interview, I said, oh, they can't handle her. They can't yeah. handle her. I, I was looking at that, and the way that they were trying to paint the narrative like she was a helpless uh, girl who was just 
acting out because her mom passed and and all of the stuff behind that she didn't allow them to to force a narrative on her she said i knew what i was doing i'm human she took responsibility but she also let them know that she makes her own decisions and that she's in control of her own mind she didn't try to put it off on nobody else influencing her and i have major respect for her for doing that because they were trying to paint the damsel in distress picture which it was uh just on a sidebar, it was bad how she found out about her mom's death from a, a reporter. Right, and that was, right. horrible. That was yeah. horrible. But she didn't yeah. allow them to make her a victim, and I respect her so much for that. And see, this is my point. We're going to Let's see what McQueen has to say. She says, I haven't seen her run, but the circle knows the flow of such persons. Wow. See? So, so, yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you, I felt the same thing. Because I've seen her in her Afrocentric look, right? Mm-hmm. Straight, straight black, mm-hmm. bushy natural, yes. no makeup. I said that's who you really are. You're mm-hmm. putting you're putting this facade on to go out there and get Nike money. But when it push comes to shove, she's gonna let the world know my people have been done wrong. And this is what, like Macrina said, they didn't want to happen because if that happened, it would make them look very bad. Watch this. Joe Biden is responsible for putting more African-American men in jail than any other vice president or person in the White House. But guess who was the first one from a political perspective to come to security Richardson's rescue? This is very, very hypocritical on his part, because this is the same this is the same president who, if I'm not mistaken, fired people from his cabinet because they said that they smoked marijuana and they passed. Fact. But his vice president herself said on The Breakfast Club with Charlemagne the God how she used to smoke weed back in her college days. Fact. She didn't lose her job, but all those other people did. And now she, now he's on the side of Sakari Richards for smoking marijuana. Yeah, Come on, man, this guy is not something's not adding up to me. And um, whenever I'm dealing with a person who straddles the fence like that, it's only going to be a short amount of time before they fall. And when yes. they fall, it ain't going to be nothing nice. So, uh, um, yeah, I'm going to stay away from Joe Biden on his, <laughs> his who he's backing. OK, let's get <laughs> to Adam. Adam says, I would like to see CP3 get his first ring. Either way, it's going to be a good NBA finals. It is. I'd like to see CP3 get his as well. Uh, but, you know, not as much CP3 as uh, Devin Booker because this is their new star. This is their new guy who's going to be the face of the NBA. Uh, but that's the that's the mantle that they're trying to give to him, it seems like. So it's going to be interesting for me to see how much emphasis is going to be on Devin Booker this series instead of CP3. And watch this, Mer- Mer- Macrina said, but isn't weed legalized in America? Not everywhere. Nah. Where she where, in Oregon, where she smoked that, it's legal. See, and this is what I was talking to um D Mac earlier about. Watch this, Macrina. I was talking to another brother about it too. Everything is about government control. And yeah. there's one word that's critical: centralized. Centralized means it's all built and based around the government's rule of taxation. Consider this. During prohibition where alcohol became big, no one was thinking about it from a government perspective until they saw there was money to be made. 
Then they bring the FBI in and all those guys to regulate it. A lot of people lost their lives. But what ended up happening? They end up shutting those deals down and opening mass manufacturing companies because now the government has their hands in it. All right. Yeah. And, and then we go ahead. Oh, and I was just going to say, and not only that, uh, weed is legalized in certain parts of America, but as far as the rules for the Olympics, she's not allowed to use marijuana. Yes. Uh, so that's where the issue came in. It wasn't a fact that it would be illegal in the state she was in. It was just, it's it, it was a violation of the Olympic policy. Facts. And see, that's just like um, marijuana, like we talked about. Remember, every marijuana been around since way before we were kids. People were growing their own homegrown, baking it in the oven, had plants in their backyard, sesame, stuff these kids don't even know about. You, you understand? It, it, was, it didn't have to be regulated. You just met your boys at the park and somebody had what we called in a fatty. But now what the government said is, you know what? Man, this is making big money. We're going to become the biggest dope dealer in this game because now what are we going to do? We're going to allow you to have chemical plants. We're going to allow you to have weed shops, but we're going to tax it. Mm -hmm. And that's and the then, same. So, so what did they do to um, Michael Phelps when they caught him for smoking marijuana? Did they take any of his gold medals or did they stop him from going to any of his trials or anything like that? Be because when he was caught, um, the Olympics were over. Mm. It, it, it was over. At one point, they talked about banning him. But it didn't happen. See, there's a double standard here. And, and let me show you where I was going with this, D. Now mm -hmm. we're into cryptocurrency, right? Mm -hmm. Everybody in the world talking about Coinbase, getting the app, Robinhood. Robinhood is cool. Day trading is cool. What's this, though? And I said it before. We said it before on the show. Cryptocurrency is great right now. Why? Because there's no central government or no centralization. It's your money. There were $450 billion last year taking in from cryptocurrency that no one paid tax on. So now Uncle Sam said, oh, prohibition again. But now instead of alcohol, in the form of digital dollars. This is why people like El Salvador says now, you know what? Our currency is based on digital dollars, something called Bitcoin. So the government is going around the countries now saying, you know what? We're not going to let this happen. We want in the bed, too. So what we want to do, we want to control it. And see, this is what I believe this is all what everything is going on now is trying to set us up for that. Go ahead, D. I'm sorry. Well, when you look at every single state that has that has legalized marijuana, that state's economy has like rose over 100 percent. Facts. Some places two hundred percent. Facts. And these places are no longer begging the government for surplus to do the things that they need to do within their state because they're making more than enough off of the marijuana industry, the cannabis industry. Facts. And um, with that being said, um, a lot of these, because I'm a veteran, and you know, a lot of veterans they would use uh, CBD or will use marijuana for severe PTSD and things of that nature, uh, high anxiety. And the doctor will sit there and tell you straight up, the only reason that they cannot prescribe it through the VA is because it's still on the controlled substance list. Mm 
Mm-hmm, you're right. Why a plan is on a controlled substance list, I don't know, but that's because they can't regulate it. Facts. And once they get it regulated, officially illegally regulated, then they will be able to take it off of that list and they'll be able to prescribe it to veterans through the VA. Yes. So it's more an issue of how they're going to make money off of it and how they're going to tax it before they legalize it within each individual state. That's why they're going state by state right. because each state has their own laws and policies that right. you have to follow in order for them to get the maximum amount of money out of it. Right. So and see, that's yeah, you're right. And see, that's what a lot of people don't understand about levels of government. Your state level does not have to follow what your federal level says. Yeah. Your state does not have to follow. California do not have to abide by New York. So you can be in Oregon smoking blood for days, but mm -hmm. go to another state or another city, and now you're in trouble. Yes. So you're, you're 100% right, D. Thank you for that. Uh, Adam, Adam, you, man, you're driving right down our lane today, yeah. buddy. You said, <laughs> I hear about LeBron James confronting the announcer who said he the only reason Bronny Jr. got the call because of his dad. That's messed up. You don't attack a child like that. Now, uh, you want to go first on this? or? Yeah, I I, I, I tried my, my hand on it. <laughs> go ahead. Here, here, here's my problem, Adam. LeBron James is out of control. Out of control, period. Not only is he doing this in his kids' game, he's doing it with other NBA players, and he's actually breaking protocol. So he feels he's so great, and the king, when he watched this, I watched his son. His son was literally embarrassed. The biggest problem with parenting and sports, because I was one, is parents need to sit down, be quiet, and let your half-grown son do what he does, and you sit down. Sit down, sit down. Medea said it. Sit down, sit down. Go ahead, D. <laughs> okay, I I say it like this. LeBron, um, if somebody says that about my son, of course, that, that was out of place for that guy to say that. Come right. on. This is a kid's game. You know, this right. ain't like they're uh, auditioning for, you know, some great position or something like that. Uh, come on. This is a high school game. And everybody knows the building is named after LeBron. LeBron puts a lot of money into that neighborhood and into right. that team. Of course, you know, people are going to say that there's favoritism towards Bronny, which, right. I mean, in all rights, intents, and purposes, yeah, that's You're the right. way it's going to be. Yeah. But, um, you know, to say that out like that in front of the crowd, where you trying to get your 15 seconds of... Oh, no. Sorry about that. Oh, that's Sorry about all that. right. I don't know. Was he trying to get his 15 seconds of fame? Uh, was it a joke? It didn't come over good. But LeBron has to be able to have tougher skin than that. You don't stop the game to go over and confront it. You can do it afterwards. You know, you can get another uh, another announcer quietly or whatever. Just don't make a scene about it. Because like you said, his son was embarrassed by that. And that's the last thing he needed. He already got enough pressure on him. Uh, and the last thing you need is you making a scene. Even though you're taking up for your son, but really, he was taking up for himself because the comment was about, you know, yes. him being yes. his soul. So yes. it's, it's kind of tricky. But LeBron need to have tougher skin in those situations and yes. understand that people are going to attack him like that and his kids.
Yeah, because watch this. He's the only parent on the floor. What if all <laughs> of the four parents' dads or moms got on the floor, start telling their son, come over here, go get a ball, do it like this. I know it's AAU so I can do what I want. I'm probably paying for y'all uniforms and everything else. I'm the king, so let me do and say what I want. No, no, no. I feel that is wrong. Just like him saying, give me Damian Lillard. I'll show you how appreciated he'll be. LeBron is out of control because he is the new MJ of this era of basketball. Even though he's going out, he's out of control. But that's how LeBron's always done. LeBron has never, you've never seen LeBron take a, a team and develop them. We talked about it before. He'll always go and find what star he wants to link Facts. up with so Facts. that they can make a power duo. But he'll never take that time to that gonna go out and try to develop those younger guys. And yeah, so LeBron Facts. wants everything in the moment. And like that time, uh, well, at that game, and at, when that announcer did that, he addressed it in the moment. Mm -hmm. And sometimes that's a good thing. Sometimes it's not. But then, too, you know, I don't know, man. As a dad, I would come to my son's defense, too. So it is kind of hard to say. I don't know if I would have reacted like that, but I'm not LeBron James. So right. I don't even think the comment would have been made about me personally. <laughs> he said, I don't think it would have been made about me. Here, here's the reality. I, I, let's, let's, if we can move on from that with D, we got a whole lot tonight. <laughs> yeah. I want to talk about Rachel Nichols and Maria Taylor. All mm. right. I think that's her last name. Yeah. Wait a minute. When did Rachel Nichols become everything of ESPN to where she can drag somebody else through the mud? I'm concerned. Well, I don't I I feel like ESPN started that whole thing between them because of the way that they tried to handle things. Right. Because what Rachel Nichols said, she made a perfectly good point. She said, if y'all are trying to uh trying to uh, cure your diversity issues through giving her my spot, that's not the answer. So right. I feel her on that. Now if ESPN want to do something about their racial diversity problem, then maybe they should, I don't know, hire more uh people of a different race. Well, well, see, this is how I see it, D. Have you ever seen something where there's either one man or one woman and they mm -hmm. just feel like they're it? But if, yeah. and they, could, they could be ugly as as whatever. I'm not going to go there. Lord, forgive me. Mm -hmm. All right? <laughs> but, but they feel like they're it. Now, when another person comes around of the same persuasion, whether it be female or male, now those individuals feel threatened. Why? Because what I've been doing is throwing my self around and all the fellas love me. You know what I'm saying? So now you're going to bring a smaller woman in, a woman who looks maybe a little better than mm -hmm. I do. And now we got to probably, and I like that's what Marquita said. And she said that about LeBron James, um, Rachel Nichols is doing the same thing. He's not seeing, she's not seeing it that way. You are not the gatekeeper for the men. Go sit down. They did, mm -hmm. watch, watch this D, they did a documentary, right? Mm -hmm. And some, somebody brought it up. They say, Rachel Nichols has her breasts out on every shot as she's interviewing the athlete. What is she trying to do? So now watch this. 
You bring another woman in, she's a threat to her. Yeah. You, you bring another male in with Charles Barkley, Shaq, Kenny. It's going to be a threat until time says we're okay. Mm. But uh, my thing is, were they trying to give uh, the lady Rachel Nichols' spot, to her time slot? And again, this is my opinion. I think what happens is they were trying to give her the same credibility and give mm. her the same voice. Rachel oh. Nichols feels she's the junk. She feels she's ESPN. You're not. And this, mm -hmm. and from a corporate perspective, this is like D-Mac and Big J. Someday, like you said, one day our kids are going to come take over. But mm -hmm. we, have to, we have to realize, you know what? We're not going to be able to do this forever. And the problem is with corporate America and some people, they would rather shut it down, break it, tear it up, LeBron James, as Macrina just said, tear it up instead of me being forever. That's a sad state of affair and a sad state, man. Well, see, old girl, she was on the phone. Uh, uh, the Nichols, she was on the phone with um, who was the guy? He was uh, somehow he's connected to LeBron James, like his advisor or something like that. Right. And he's the one who leaked that private conversation, you right. know, that she was having with him. And uh, I feel like he was wrong for that. So they started a whole bunch of unnecessary mess. Now, yeah. uh, Rachel Nichols feel the way she feel. Uh, let me see what Adam said. He said, don't y'all think ESPN should treat Rachel how they treat, how they did Paul Pierce? I know ESPN won't do it, but they should be consistent. I feel like she, she feel like she uh, has seniority. And this new person coming in here trying to make some waves shouldn't get the same level of respect that she should get. Now, I kind of feel her on that. I mean, you can't come in the door and get the same thing that I got because I've been here longer and I've been putting in more work. It goes back to the whole story like the prodigal son. I've been here with you this whole time. And now, you know, <laughs> you got so it, it's I don't know, man. I, I, I kind of feel Rachel's point, man. But I got to feel Adam on this, too, because here's the reality. Okay, there's a lot of what goes on in the NBA stays in the NBA, unless you know somebody. And as Adam is saying, Rachel Nichols has a very bad track record of going after athletes. I don't know that for a fact. That's what I heard, and I'm going based on what I heard. So I agree with Adam. If other people like Paul Pierce had to pay the price, why not her? Because it's not exposed. But yet it's known about? Come on. Rachel, well, if she going after a man, that's what you talk about. Yeah. <laughs> I watched it. I, I'm, like, I'm like radio. Which one you want, radio? I want both. Well, she's going, well, she going after several. Being that she's in the sport and, you know, she's around these guys all the time, it would only make, make sense that she would want an a athlete, you know, a basketball player. That's what she's familiar with. That's the game that she grew up loving. So why would yeah, she want to get one of the brothers? You got all those gold diggers out there yeah, who don't yeah. have the sense of this woman that's trying to bag the same man. So but who would that man be better off with? With a Rachel Nichols or with one of these uh, gold diggers out here in the streets? But they wives. <laughs> Most of these cats are married with their wives. That's like we talked about the other day. I'm sorry. We're coming to you, Adam. Hold on one second. That's like oh, we talked about okay, about two weeks different. ago. Watch this. <laughs> we talked about this like two weeks ago, right? What did we say? We say that 
a woman is allowed in the man's locker room and he's butt naked. Yeah. But as my mama used to say, but gingerbread naked. Mm-hmm. And a woman can go in the locker room and he's whatever, whatever, and it's not a problem. But the male cannot go in the female locker room. I need to hear y'all in the comment section because we need to open up a can of worms. Because the reality, if a female can go in the male's locker room and he has something that's exposed and she does not, how male can't go in the female locker room? D? Because, because the narrative has always been that a female is harmless and a male is aggressive. And so any female around any any uh, vulnerable I mean, any male around any vulnerable female is going to be seen as a danger or a threat, you know, and that's the narrative that we always go with. And that's why there's that double standard. Uh, see, I got a problem with that, man, because here's the reality. <laughs> hey. and, and, and my channel says no kids. So I'm going to talk. You have a brother, I'm going to speak a different language, whose long is all over the place. And you yeah. got women sitting there. I understand why Rachel Nichols want these cats. Because she's going in the locker room, picking any, mini mighty, mo. Which player do I want the most? Yeah, yeah. You know she got saying? the inside but scoop, you, so I mean, she... <laughs> but you but, tell I mean, her, okay. But you if, tell the brothers, you tell the brothers, you can't go into the females locker room. That ain't fair. That is not fair, in my opinion. That's not fair. When, well, that goes kind of to what LeVar was saying to his sons. It's, it's going to be hard for you to find a quality woman in the industry that you're in. But the closest that they would get to a quality woman in the industry that they're in would be a woman in a position like a Rachel Nichols because she yeah. understands the game. She's been around these guys for so long. And so mm-hmm. she's going she's gonna to be understanding yeah. in a lot of the things that they're going to go through in their career and stuff like that. So right. Rachel Nichols would be a good catch, but nobody's catching her. So apparently there's something wrong along the lines. Yeah, man. That's, but that's just, that's just, I don't know. There's too many double standards, man. And, and that brings us to our next point. Bill Cosby, Felicia Rashad, and what's the other young lady's name? Um, Will, Will Smith's um, The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air TV mom. Okay. Oh, Janet Hubert. Right. Okay, so here's the next point. We have Bill Cosby who gets out of jail, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, well, here go. Marcrina going to back me up. Here we go. A woman goes into a man's locker room. Is a big thing, but a man goes into a woman locker room, is peeping. You got this. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Margarita, that's not fair. Hey, but that's that double standard. Like I said, a male is seen as being threatening and being a danger to a female in a vulnerable position like that, but it don't go the other way. And that's See, that's, that's, that, that's not fair. What is, <laughs> but Macrina, what is the woman doing? She don't got to peep. She just looking. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, well. <laughs> uh-huh, Macrina. We ain't even gonna go down that road, man. Because if yeah, you see Macrina. a naked woman, there's nothing threatening about a naked woman to us as men. Right. But if you got a naked man, that's a whole different thing. So you telling me <laughs> you telling me the woman gonna walk in the walk locker room and walk away? Nah, man. See that's that's a double standard, man. I feel like women should interview women. Men should interview men. It's mm-hmm. not fair. 
it's all this un, this prejudice that says, well, what if a man is gay? He can't go into a female locker room. He don't mm. want her. What about that? McCree, see, what about yeah, there's, there's so many different standards. And I, the first time I really thought about this question was when I watched the movie uh, Any Given Sunday. Because right. it showed where the owner of the team was a woman. And right. she'd be in the locker room. Them dudes out there with everything hanging out talking exactly. like it ain't nothing. And she Facts. just like it ain't nothing. And, uh, so, yeah, I imagine so. It, it would be, it, it's definitely a double standard because you can't just bust up in a female locker room like that. That would well, be a, a whole scandal right there. I'm, I'm going to tell you something. If I was an NBA player, my wife would be like, honey, I'm going to let you know right now, go get you your own locker room and yeah. put, a ca put a camera in there. <laughs> and I bet not see no female in there with you. Yes, indeed. So Matter of fact, my it. wife would be in the locker room. <laughs> She'll have a locker next to my locker. <laughs> <laughs> If Ooh. I'm number 23, she's number 23 and a half. Exactly. Uh-uh. <laughs> it's a double standard, and it's not fair. Macrina, what about somebody, what if it was a gay male who um, does not have feelings for women? Now, would you would you want him to go into a male locker room or a female locker room? See, the men are going to say nothing. They can care less after a game. But the women, what? it's like, man, this world is so, man, well, in a minute, D, I'm going to tell you something. With all this transgender stuff, we're going to start seeing a lot of things accepted. Yeah. A lot we've of things accepted. We've already got this controversy with the bathrooms. Uh, and it's raised up again because we have a transgender who wanted to use the uh, female's locker room. And they were denying her access to using the female's locker room because right. she was born a male. Right. And as long as the uh, as long as the the thing is still there, then you know they have a problem with it. So, um, I don't even know how to 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 answer that deal because that comes down to what your personal preference is and what your personal beliefs are. And people's beliefs are so over here and over there and everywhere. Nobody's going to come together and what uh with one common goal or nobody's going to come in agreement about that thing. So it's something that's going to be an ongoing controversy every year to distract people. All right. And hey, you know what I want to say this, if you appreciate the content and please don't leave because I'm going to say this because we're not begging you or asking you, but if you would like to support the channel with a super chat or a chat, we would appreciate it. If not, that's okay. Don't leave. Stay here because we appreciate your company. We appreciate the dialogue. We want that more than we want anything because you are amazing to us. Right, D? Absolutely. And talking about that, that's a good segue into the Bill Cosby thing because, yes. you know, you've got Janet Huber, who's always been brash. She's always spoke her mind absolutely 100 how she feels. And she says how she feels about um, what Felicia Rashad said. Now, um, I've already spoken on how I feel about sexual assault and things like that. So uh, we're not here to talk about or debate whether Bill Cosby is innocent or guilty. What we're talking about is support from a friend, somebody that you love, somebody who gave you a great opportunity for your life to be changed forever. And you're expressing your personal uh, feelings about being happy about them getting 
a chance to not go through that miscarriage because even though he did what he did, he is guilty of what he did, that still was a miscarriage of justice that took place. No wow. matter how you feel about Bill Cosby, and believe me, no one feels uh, the way about sexual assault that I do. But yet and still, it was a miscarriage of justice. They never should have convicted him on what they convicted him on. And she expressed that. It was exactly what she said. And so I feel like Howard University, if they had such a problem with this, then they should give back the money for, to, uh, to Bill Cosby that he donated to that school. Because a lot of other schools did that. They, they right. gave back the money and everything. That's right. And they That's right. and they stripped him of any titles. But That's Howard right. didn't. They chose to stand with him. So if you're going to stand with Bill Cosby and keep his money, stand with him all the way. Yes, and here's the problem. And I feel the same way you do. I'm not concerned about the case being overturned, all that. I'm concerned about if women were hurt, someone needs to pay for that. I agree with that 100%. But another thing that I agree with is this. Felicia Rashad, according to the Fifth Amendment, she has the right of freedom of speech. Mm. And if that was what she felt and she chose it, her freedom of speech was broken when a Will Smith TV mom came out and said, Felicia, how dare you in so many words? You know what we all know. We know what he was doing to women back then. How dare you? I can't believe that you're saying that he was wrongly. He was just what Felicia's Rashad said that he was wrongly persecuted and locked in jail. See, so and I think my point is, D, how long are certain group of people going to keep fighting a fight that does not really belong to us, but it's inclusive to us? This is this is this is weird, this man. This is gonna be uh this is because Felicia Rashad is on the inside. She sees the things that we haven't seen. She's experienced a lot of things that we haven't over the years, um, and she knows. I'm pretty sure she knows what Bill is. She knows the circles that Bill runs in and the type of people and the type of things that they indulge in. Because we've already said before, Bill Cosby wasn't the only one doing this. He was a part of a group of men who was indulging in these same acts. And everybody was doing that stuff back in the 70s and 80s. So it's not like she don't understand what Bill has been doing. And when she says the persecution, it's because she knows that those higher ups, those gatekeepers are disciplining him in front of the rest of those gatekeepers to let them know not to get out of line. That's the persecution that she's talking about. But people who's on the outside looking in is going to interpret it some other way because they don't have all the information that she has. And, the and funny thing, Marcina, she says, yes. but if they knew what he was doing, why didn't they do something? Because Fact. the most powerful people are doing it too. That, that's why Jeffrey Epstein died, because he had a list of all of the most powerful people Fact. who was indulging in this sexual perversion stuff. That's what they killed that man in front of the whole entire nation for. And when they watch the D secret to get out, that's what they used to dangle that carrot over their head. Oh, that's and what it watch, is. And watch how deep it got with him. When they start to look at his economic numbers and who he was socializing with, Oprah Winfrey, Dale, yes. other people of high, high value. 
It was major people making sure them young girls were being dressed up and did right and selling them to the highest bidder. It reminds yep. me of the movie Taken when they took that man's daughter and was auctioning her off. This is nothing new. Epstein just happened to get caught. Now let's talk about Oprah a little bit because we have some really interesting stuff with Oprah Winfrey. Oprah Winfrey went after Michael Jackson after he died. Facts. She claimed to be his friend, and and soon as Michael Jackson died, she went after him about uh, the the um, child molestation thing. Facts. She also did the same thing with R. Kelly. She also did the same thing with uh, Russell Simmons. Facts. who she said has been a close friend for years. But now let's look on the other side. Her friend yeah. Harvey Weinstein, she has not said one word about Harvey Weinstein and what Harvey Weinstein did. She also had another guy. He was a uh, uh, like a guru or something like yes. that over in another country. Yeah. He got charged with 26 counts of sexual assault on children. Yeah. And Oprah have not opened her mouth and said a word about none of that. But she tried to drag all of the black men. Because it was a cover, it was a cover up for all her sexual escapades, and that's what a lot of people don't know. Stepman is just a front man, and mm -hmm. like, she was sleeping with whoever she wanted yeah. to sleep with because she yeah. had money. Her yeah. and Gail, her and Gail was hooking up whoever they wanted because of their money, so to cover their tracks. Because again, Stepman is just a front man to cover their tracks. What did they do? They talked about other people. And that's what people do. And that's what people don't understand. This is on a big scale. And it's not like it's just a few people who's indulging in this stuff. Uh, we talked about the spirit cooking where they go to those uh, shows with Marina Abramovich. And they do all of this wicked, yep. crazy, stupid stuff. Yep. And they indulge in all of this this evil stuff. So we have to understand the people that we're talking about when, when we were talking about this stuff. And Bill Cosby got in. He was in that crowd. He got too big for his britches. And they had to spank him. That's exactly what happened. But Janet Hubert, where I feel she is wrong because she's attacking another sister on social media Facts. if she had a problem with what felicia rashad said she should have got in touch with her offline and had that conversation with her Facts. so what is Janet hubert really trying to get out of this by going exactly. after you? is she trying to rebuild her reputation because her reputation has been soiled for so many years and felicia rashad has always had a stellar reputation is she trying to clean up her imitation her uh reputation of sullying felicia rashad now see that was my baby coming up i had the biggest <laughs> price on claire huxtable right so you're not gonna just talk about claire huxtable <laughs> like that without having a problem from d-mac right <laughs> Yeah, Marquita says this, society has to pay for their sins. And that's what we're saying, uh, Marquita. How can Oprah Winfrey talk about these people when she was a part of orgies? Forgive me. When she and Gail was a part of orgies, when they were screwing young black boys, young black men, Lord, forgive me. It's not young black boys. They were in the sack with young black men who were actors because they had the money to, to offer these people to do whatever they wanted. Man, it's a double standard. Well, there's always going to be that double standard when you have money. Money money is going to give what what did they say? Whatever you are when you're broke, when you get money, you're going to be that times 100. Facts. 
Fact. You know, and uh, so if, if you have a sexual lust problem when you're broke, you get some you money, gonna you're going to be like King Solomon. You're going to fulfill every lustful desire yes. that you can because now you have resources and you have access to everything that you want. And yes. this is what these people go through. And so that's why they end up in sexual perversion because when you have money like that, it's nothing to go out and find that's you a right. woman who, you know, but they always making the stakes go up higher the stakes go up higher then the next thing you know they're looking for something that's not a woman because they've had every type of woman and now they're looking for something outside of woman because they always trying to make the stakes go up higher and so it's we gotta Eddie reach the next level. That's how you have Eddie Murphy ending up with transgenders and 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 these rappers and stuff ending up with transgenders because they've slept with so many women throughout their career and they've done so many sexually perverted things that they always have to up it. They're always up it. And, and and that's what people don't understand. R. Kelly was a narcissist. And not only was R. Kelly a narcissist, R. Kelly could no longer reach a satisfaction. Um, with women. He was actually turned off by women because his sexual escapade had gone so far it was just not about sex. It was about torture. It was about locking women away. It was about separating them from their family. When you reach these levels, your mind is gone. Watch this. Oprah always talks about how she was raped by her brothers and this and that, this and that. But she never talks about what she's done in those places when they went to those orgy parties and those certain things and the different men she slept with while she was tied to who? Stedman. See, there's a lot of stuff that people don't know. Yeah, if Oprah was so sensitive to rape and she claims that she was a victim of rape, whenever um, Monique told her how she had been raped by her family members and Oprah Winfrey went behind Monique's back and did interviews with her family members yes. about this stuff. Yes. What type of victim Come of on. sexual assault would yes. do that to another victim of sexual yes. assault? Oprah Winfrey is an opportunist. She's made billions of dollars Facts. off of the black women and Facts. all middle-aged women for decades. And Facts. now she's being called out and she's being exposed for what she is. Now she's starting to play a back role more because Facts. she's starting to be seen for what she actually is. Man, I'm telling you. Hey, listen, we were only going to be on for 45 minutes. We want to make it right so we help. we can help everybody to become a part. It is a plethora. You're right. Yeah. And guess what? Let me, let me tell you something. I went to a school here in Los Angeles at that time. It was considered a performing arts school, but yet it wasn't performing arts because we had a lot of actors come out, a lot of musicians. I'm a musician, right? I'll never forget one of my friends. He played in the movie. I don't know if anyone remembers the movie The Principal. All right, yeah. with John Belushi's brother. Yes. All right, all right, and it, it was the black kid who had a knife in the bathroom at the end. His name was Reggie Johnson. Reggie was mm -hmm. one of my great friends, and Reggie went to Hollywood and became an actor. I seen him on the street, broke, destitute. I fed him. I say, Reggie, what happened, man? He said, Rob, Hollywood. There's so much required of you that people don't even know. There was so much required of me to even being cast in a movie, to sit on that couch and to do what I was asked. See, a, a lot of people don't understand. This Illuminati crap is real. 
God and Satan are real. We better wake up and really realize there are things going on in the heavenlies to where we need to understand there's only one power that can overcome all this. Oh, can it, let me answer this, please. Oh, my gosh. She says, I think Oprah is part of the elites. I know she donated a lot of money to kids in Africa, but what? What about uh, black Americans living in the trenches? What have Oprah done for the hood in America? Uh, <laughs> this right here is is going down a uh, a rabbit hole. This is kind of involved with the whole Clinton Foundation as well, because the Clintons were the first ones to go over in Haiti and start to adopt children, as they said. Uh, but they had a member of their foundation who was found with 13 children that they were trying to take out of Haiti. And they said that they were refugees. Well, come to find out these 13 children, their parents were alive and well. And the story that they told them is that they were taking their kids to America to give them a better life. But what they were going to do was put those kids in the sex trafficking ring. And this is the type of things that these people are involved with. So when you have Oprah going over to Africa and she's opening these schools for girls, schools for girls in Africa, there's no telling what, what else is linked And then to. wait a minute. Then who got in trouble? Harvey who? Harvey Weinstein, her and best And they were taking friend. girls who had no attachment to families. Where did those girls, some of those girls, come from? Y'all better get this. Africa, man. And so you got to look at how big this ring is. It's more than just America. These elites are a global network. And so they're going all the way across the globe to sleep with little girls. Facts. Yes, this is what these guys are doing. Facts. We talked about NAMBLA, North American Boy Man Love Association. That is a whole certified pedophile group who are Come fighting on, for their rights to, to sleep with little boys. Yes. And we have uh, politicians who are confessed members of groups like this. This is what we're dealing with in these days and times. It is so real. Watch this. The Catholic Church, this is not new. Guess what? A lot of them never spent time in prison. They never spent time in jail. And these little boys have been scarred for life. Altar boys, scarred yeah. for life. You know why? Because you told these men they could not have a wife based on the Bible, which is an alt, which is a lie from the pit of hell. Yeah. And she says, Oprah, uh, Adam, I'm sorry. Adam says, Oprah is wicked, just like Hillary Clinton. Facts. There's so many to name. Facts. There's so many names and there's so many numbers. Like I said before, that's why Epstein got killed. They Facts. do not want all of those names and those numbers to get out because the world that's would. That's right. The, the people would just go into anarchy That's because right. we have this certain image that America has spilt, spent so much time and energy into painting for the world. Facts. We believe it. Everywhere we go, we walk with this attitude and this arrogance because of the narrative that America has painted about itself. Yep. But if we thought if we really show the true reality, which is just a glimpse of what Miss Barry did at the Olympics, that was a glimpse into the real America. And that's the part that America didn't want people to see. That's why Gwen Barry is going to have a very hefty consequence for what she did. Right. Because that's what this. It just said that this country 
is still not unified after 52 years to when Tommy Smith and John Carlos threw their hands up in the world games. And, and what Gwen Berry just said, I'm telling you, I'm turning my back on the flag because the flag has turned his back on people. And what we're telling you, we're still not unified as a country. That's a rough thing, man. From the time that Jesse Owens proved uh, Hitler wrong at the Olympics back then, we've always been discriminated. Every single Olympic Games that our people is in. You look at now uh, Kenya. They won't allow some Kenyans to run because they have high levels of testosterone naturally in their system. Facts. And that's just because of the region that they come from, the diet Facts. they have, where they live. But because of that, they're going to disqualify these people from being in the Olympics. The Olympics has always made a way to exclude us from certain things because we've always been so dominant. Hey, man, we thank everybody for being on with us tonight. I'm going to ask you to go by Deacon Max page and subscribe. D-E-A-C-O-N, Mac, M-A-C-K, and subscribe. Also subscribe to Big J, Let's Talk. Let me tell you something. Tomorrow night at 7 o'clock, don't miss us. We're going to talk about Skip Bayless and what he said about LeVar Ball. Shame mm. on him. And we're going to bring this to the forefront because right now we're the only one that has news on it. Tell everyone to meet us here tomorrow night at 6.30. Do not play. 7 o'clock. Be here. We're going to bring you some breaking news that no one has talked about yet. And we want you to be first and to be a part of it. D, you got closing remarks, man? Hey, you know what I always say, man. I thank everybody for tuning in. I thank all of our moderators, Karina, Adam. I thank you for being here. And um, yeah, if you love this, hit that like button, subscribe, and share it to everybody. And you know what I always say, man. Sticks and stones break your bones, but the word can always heal you. And you know what I'm going to say. Um, Marcrina, Adam, Adam just earned his stripes. He's going to get that wrench. That's another mm -hmm. moderator because some people bailed mm -hmm. on us, but Adam's been hanging tough. He's going to get that wrench. Marcrina's always on point. We love mm -hmm. the comments and we love everything that you guys do. The room was amazing tonight. We hope that the panel presented those things to you with the evidence that will help change and help you understand Big J and DMAC. Let's talk. Everyone have a beautiful evening and God bless you.